This episode of Country Squire Radio is brought to you by Missouri Meerschaum and ThisPipeLife.com. We thank them for their support of this show, and we thank you for supporting them. You're listening to Country Squire Radio. Welcome to Country Squire Radio. I'm Bo. And I'm John David. JD. Hey, Bo. Good evening, man. Man, good evening to you, sir. How you doing? I'm good. Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year. Oh, right, yeah, man, it's 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 uh it's great. It's 2017 here. So, uh, how many years we've been doing this now? Almost four. Almost right? four years. That is yeah. incredible. <laughs> yeah, every time I look up and think about it, it just kind of blows my mind. You know how this started, and we just uh, yeah, we're we're celebrating another new year, and uh, and, and uh, man, excited to see uh, 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 what happens with Country Squire Radio this uh, this 2017. Man, I got to tell you, this is the <laughs> this is the first year. I think that you and I have actually rung in the new year together. Well, at least part of the new year. Is that right? Yeah, because of course, New Year's Eve, we've, we've got to give a shout out here. Yeah. Uh, loyal listener, fan, and sometimes in the background voice of the show, uh, Briar Bowser. That's right. Uh, he, he is a married man. He did, man. Bri- Briar uh, actually got married this past weekend. And, and big uh, time. New Year's Eve, yeah. Big time. That's like, right. It's a beautiful wedding. <laughs> and it was kind of one of those weddings where like everything that could go wrong did go wrong. It did. It did. It was, Most of it was weather and dude. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But uh, it was absolutely gorgeous. One yeah. of the most beautiful weddings I've ever been to is on New Year's Eve. Uh, Briar, of course, uh, he and also now his wife. Um, little known fact, I just want to share this with you, kind of pull the curtain back a little bit. Uh, when when we first started doing these in the shop, yeah. they would actually sit in together back when they were dating. That's right. And uh, and be our live studio audience. And uh, and so we, we've, we've gotten kind of a front row seat to their relationship. <laughs> and uh, I got to tell you, man, uh, Briar, obviously a good friend of both of ours. That's right. Uh, seeing him uh, walk down the aisle, seeing, seeing Morgan as well, and, and just... Uh, their relationship, I, I I could not be prouder yeah. of Briar and um and what a beautiful ceremony it was and of course you were uh you were working a tobacco bar yeah man at the not, wedding. Not, not only was I a groomsman in the wedding which I was uh, excited to be but uh yeah Briar had me there to uh to actually do uh, cigars that evening and so he got to pick out the ones he enjoyed which was great and uh and yeah we had a big night of it man it was uh it was just really fun it was exciting to see it was funny as you and I were getting ready tonight for our episode uh of course you know we do this live on Monday nights and um and and Briar is almost always here, almost si- always. silently in the background, right, you know. Right. And and like you mentioned, we uh, got to see uh, his his now wife uh, and him, uh, you know, watch this live with us uh, on a regular basis. And a lot of times, you know, they would even, uh, you know, kind of help us along, set up, or you know, if people come to the door when we're recording, help them, or you know, mm-hmm. just it, it's just always funny. We, uh, Bo and I are doing our thing, and there's Briar always kind of in the background. And uh, man, he's not here tonight because he's on his. He's, I know they're on, he's on his freaking honeymoon. Yes, so, they are. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Man, we're really, really excited for them and uh, happy for them and, and happy that uh, that we've been able to be a part of their story, too. So. Morgan, too. Got to yeah. give her a shout out as a proud pipe smoker. That's right. I, at the, That's uh, right. At the Christmas party when I was going around doing interviews, uh, there, there were there was a couple of ladies together and I was like, I was like, oh. Do you mind? Because I, I feel like you know, there, there's a lot of women pipe smokers out there that don't feel they're represented enough in the conversation and in, in the internet conversation. That's right. And she was like, she stepped up immediately, saying, "Loud, let's do this." She, and so, she's all about it. Yeah, she's, it was it the was first cool. Lady. The, the first lady of, uh, of pipe smoking, perhaps. But, <laughs> you know, it, it's funny. We had uh, you know this uh, cigar bar at their wedding, and she, uh, I think, probably uh, due to all the stress and everything, was very keen on getting her cigar at the wedding. So here she is. She's beautifully dressed, <laughs> that's right, and, that's right. and, and and she's. 
the she beats Briar by like thirty minutes to the cigar bar, sitting there lighting it up and enjoying that big stogie. So uh, that that was. That did was we cool. get a so. picture of the bride in her wedding dress smoking a stogie? No, I, you know we did not. That is a missed opportunity. We did not. That was a missed opportunity. But uh, oh, her, her her mother probably appreciates that. Oh, but, absolutely. Uh, but anyway, uh, <laughs> man, Bo, how was your uh, how was your holidays, man? We we've been you know haven't had a live show for a couple weeks, but uh, dude, Christmas, New Year's, how would it go? Man, it it's, uh, it, it was uh, it was very eventful. I got to say this overall was probably one of the best holiday seasons I ever had, but I feel like I got drunk off the holidays and I woke up the next day with a hangover and I just, I'm ready to get back into the new year. You know what I mean? <laughs> I will say this though. We, we need to give a major thank you to those of you right now listening, tuning in. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I, very nervously before we went on a hiatus mentioned, you know, we were just a few away from 200. I think we were 10 away from 200 or something like that <laughs> so in terms funny. of our iTunes reviews. And, uh, and on new year's Eve in the last couple of minutes, we had a, a surge of iTunes reviews that brought us over 200, uh, into the new year. So Isn't we actually, awesome, man. we closed out, uh, 2016 with, uh, with 200 reviews, 203 actually. That's great. How yeah. about that? So man. you guys go above and beyond and we really appreciate that. So thank you so much. Uh, we've got those kind words that we'll be sharing in the, the coming episodes. And, That's right. Uh, it's a, it's a great thing. So big ups to all of you who are able to do it. You know, I, I had wanted to uh, smoke my pipe on new year's Eve, but I was, Un, un, uh, unavailable to do so just right. with uh managing the children actually you saw me at the wedding no you were you were a little scattered yeah uh, you were gonna enjoy your uh your your uh, victory smoke or there with briar at his wedding uh but you know the the little rascals kind of kept you busy yes so, sir yeah yeah it was uh it was good though yeah man as far what as I, you? Yeah, yeah as far as mine went it was great you know uh, one thing about being in retail uh, you've got to be close to to home. You know, you've got to be close. So every time someone asks me, uh, "Man, what'd you do for Christmas? Where'd you go? Did you take any trips or mm-hmm. you know visit any family?" And uh, man, the family I visited was uh, right here, <laughs> right here <laughs> in the in the uh, in the floor of the country squire. It was uh, it was really great. But yeah, my parents came to town. We had a good visit and uh you know thoroughly enjoyed ourselves um you know just just hanging out and then uh, of course New Year's Eve celebrated uh, Briar and then um uh yeah just. Took it in, uh, man, went to bed right around midnight and was just happy as a clam. Did you make it to midnight? I don't want to talk about it. All right, all right. <laughs> I, I did. I did, but just barely. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, I was kind of in and out there, but I, I remember when it happened. And then, and then okay, I was, so there, that's good. I, I, I was, I was awake when it, when, when it, when the clock ticked. Yes, yeah. that's good. <laughs> Well, guys, we mentioned it on the last couple of episodes leading up to our first episode of 2017 that we would have a big announcement for you. And uh, yes, in fact, we do. Uh, big thank you, by the way, just real quick to those of you who tuned in live tonight to, uh, to, to hear the big announcement and also just kind of spend some time together. One of the things that we have heard over the last year and actually throughout the history of this podcast, as you mentioned, yeah, we've almost yeah. been doing this for four years now, uh, is yeah, that it's crazy. it's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. But a lot of you have, have talked about the, um, really kind of harping in on what we've, what we've set out to do from the beginning, which was, uh, give the feel of walking into kind of this mom and pop tobacco shop, the, the, the sense of community, that's right. Uh, the sense of history, uh, the sense of connection that can really only happen in such a unique place. Um, you know, I think actually back to when we first started the podcast and, um, and when things were starting, I just, I remember so many times sitting in the country squire radio or in the country squire thinking like, this is, this is something special that 
that I like if 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 I didn't have this, I would want this. Like this is, <laughs> you know, like there's there's something just very unique about the community here, and and so to open that up and to spread that out, we've also heard a lot of you say that that you know you you wish that there was kind of the sense of community, and that the show has actually provided that sense of community for you uh, for some time. That's right. You've heard us talk about on the show our local pipe club and and pipe clubs around the country, and a lot of you have said, I wish there was a pipe club that I could be a part of. Well, tonight. Wow, we're doing this. We're doing we're, this. We're rolling it out. I, I'm gonna I'm I'm just let you know, we're a little nervous. We're a little nervous about this. <laughs> it's 2017. We are announcing the Country Squire Radio Pipe Club. Yes. Now, this is unique. And let me, first, before saying what it is, let me actually say what it's not. Right. Yeah. And it is not a replacement for a local pipe club. Uh, in fact, a local pipe club is, is extremely important. And we hope, actually, through the Country Squire Radio pipe club to empower people uh, to go out and actually start their own pipe clubs or be more engaged in their pipe clubs and give people some resources to help them That's with right. what they're doing. That's right. Um, and so it, it is not a replacement for a local pipe club at all. You do not need to quit your local pipe club. You don't need to not look for a local pipe club, but this is something unique. And so that's not, it's not a replacement, but this is what it is. And it is a unique way to help support the creation of the Country Squire Radio podcast. Sure. Yeah. As well as kind of build to something more and greater down the road. That's right. Um, we have uh, the way this works is very unique uh, in the sense that, of course, what we do is very unique. <laughs> we are uh, proud to announce that we actually have a Patreon account, patreon.com slash Country Squire Radio. And actually, if you go to countrysquireradio.com and click on the button that says join the club that is there live as of about 30 minutes ago. That's right. Yeah, it's live because I'm on it uh, right now. I know. It's crazy. <laughs> um, that'll take you directly to our Patreon page. Now, here's the way that this works. And by the way, before I dive too deep into this, let me assure you, we're going to, for the next couple episodes, we'll be bringing this up, kind of walking through this. That's because it's our first time doing it. It's not every single episode. You're not going to hear us kind of go through all of these yeah. semantics. Yeah. Um, but that being said, the Patreon account is a great way for you to help support the creation of the show. This last past year, we saw a lot of challenges to the pipe community. We've also seen a lot of growth in the pipe community as well. And so we want to make sure that we are empowering the community to grow and utilizing the show as a, as a way to connect people and kind of see, and we kind of see this, uh, hopefully, and we hope that you see this as well as almost like an investment in the community yeah. to grow and to bond and, and, and make sure that we have kind of I wasn't going to say this, but something of a war chest because you never know what the, <laughs> when you never know what the future holds. Here's the way it's going to work. Um, if you go to patreon.com slash country squire radio, you'll see there's three tiers. The first is just simply a listener tier. Uh, if you're somebody who listens to the podcast, you just want to support us. You don't necessarily want to be part of a club. Uh, it's just a buck an episode. It's a nice way to help the creation of the show and it goes a long way. Um, but if you do want to be a pipe club member, a country squire radio pipe club member, we've got two different levels, a pilgrim level at $3 and a uh, and a Squire level at $5. Yeah. And it's a way to help support the show per episode to make the content happen. That's right. That's right. And, and we'll be rolling out, uh, you know, different benefits kind of that go along with that, uh, you know, each each membership level there. But um, why don't – would it be appropriate if I just kind of read – Please do. Got, went through each of that. If uh, if you join at the $3 a member uh, level, at, at the Pilgrim level, 
uh, as a member, you'll have access to actually our entire uh, RSS feed. And, and that's something a lot of uh, folks constantly ask for, right? So we've got folks that, uh, you know, we've got over 150 episodes now and uh, just, you know, stuff that goes way back there. But uh, it's not all actually available for, uh, you know, for, for listeners right now just because of the, you know, uh, cost that goes into getting all that up. And so uh, we're going to make that available to you if you are a member. Um, actually, And we're also going to give you a, uh, a Pipe Pilgrim avatar, which is kind of cool. It's just <laughs> something you can kind of use uh, as, a, as a distinctive when you're online, uh, you know, uh, involved in any forums or, uh, you know, clubs that you're involved in just through the internet. Uh, you know, one of those things just to make you stand out as someone that that is a member of the Country Squire Radio Pipe Club. Um and uh, and then also you'll obviously get early access to uh, you know products and um, you know any kind of promotions we do or um, you know as we go forward uh, any type of uh, you know special things we do pipe club blends uh, you know pipes of the year things like that uh, you know obviously you'll have the ability to to get you know on a list to to you know uh, purchase things like that so uh, we're really excited about those things and I think um, you know for the pilgrim level it's just going to be a really uh, accessible way for a lot of folks to to get involved, uh, you know, that are just dedicated listeners and, and want to help support the show. That's right. You'll also have your name listed at CountrySquireRadio.com. And there's additional benefits that will be available as we kind of go along that you can kind of explore the Patreon page to find out more about, uh, including community meetups and such. Uh, we also have the Squire level. Now, the Squire level, all yeah. the same benefits as the as a Pilgrim level. But the big ticket item is once you've been a Squire for the last for a year, uh, you'll actually have your name engraved on a plaque here at the Country Squire. Yeah. Right here. Like literally I'm, in the shop. I'm so excited about this, man. Because, I can't believe you offered this. This yeah, is huge. Yeah. I'm, I'm really <laughs> excited about this. You know, we've got, uh, of course, it is a little a little more to ask for the, uh, for the Squire level member. But, um, you know, at that $5 a week thing, we... Uh, we, we, you know, talked with several listeners about this because we wanted to make sure we were offering something, um, you know, where people could, you know, invest in what we're trying to do, but also, um, you know, have a uh, get something meaningful from it. A lot of folks are, you know, obviously um, thankful for the community that we've built together and all that type of stuff. And so uh, we got some feedback that this would be a good thing, but we wanted to do something that was a lasting deal that would really honor the folks that. Uh, that got involved with us at this level. And um, so we, we have at the Country Squire this program that uh, is called the Loyal Squires Club. And it's for our local customers. They actually get to, as they uh, build uh, points at our shop, they actually get their name uh, engraved on a brass plaque that goes on our wall here at the Country Squire uh, and, and sits here forever. And so it's one of those things, your, your name actually goes on the wall. And we were like, okay, what what kind of concept of that could we bring to Country Squire Radio, uh, the pipe club? And, um, and so Bo and I got to kicking this around. We were like, you know, we, we think uh, the level of input that so many of you uh, have said you'd be willing to do with this, you know, obviously merits that. Uh, we couldn't be here without you. We couldn't do in uh, today's world uh, with all the things stacked against, uh, you know, our pipe uh, community and everything else. We, we couldn't be here without a tight knit community like that. And that's we right. want to put something in, in brick and mortar, you know, that's going to honor folks that are involved, uh, particularly at that squire level. And so, uh, yeah. So if you were involved at, at that, uh, level for a year, uh, man, your, your name is going to go, uh, on the wall of the country squire, uh, for forever. 
That's awesome. Isn't that great? That's incredible. <laughs> so I thought that was really exciting. You can learn more about it. There's obviously more uh, community reasons to get involved. Um, uh, you know, we actually have as part of our goals uh, a, a community, a members-only Facebook group, uh, members-only meetups, that sort of thing. Um, we'll have more to announce as things go on. And since this is unique, this will be kind of a growing thing. Members will be able to help yeah. kind of define what the club looks like going forward. Yeah. And so we want to encourage you, if you have not done so, obviously you haven't because we're announcing it for it's the happening first time. right now, baby. <laughs> but those of you who are tuning in live, you're, you're actually got the first opportunity to do so. Uh, head over to countrysquareradio.com, click the button that says uh, join the club. Uh, you can also go to patreon.com slash countrysquareradio. Become a club member. Now, we also, as part of this announcement, as part of, as, you know, uh, with us kind of gearing up to this and you're going to have... We're just really excited about it. We are. We've got some. <laughs> we've got some gifts to give away to those of you who are, are, are early members. So uh, every right. single week for the month of January, we'll be giving away uh, a me- uh, giving away a gift at random to club members. That's right. Uh, so stay tuned to the end of this episode to hear what the big gift is. Um, man, you were running me down the list of what you got lined up. And it's I was really like, exciting. I mean, some, that's some nice gifts. Well, so. and uh, Bo and I were talking about this. Okay, we you know we're. we're we're, we're taking the next step in the, you know, necessary evolution of what we've developed as the Country Squire radio community, right? So we've worked hard to, you know, bring this amazing um, community to life. And that, that has been because of you. We've had, uh, you know, just such a such an incredible outpouring of support as we have uh, have started this. Golly, Bo, you know, I, I just think back to uh, you twisting my arm, convincing me to even <laughs> even do a podcast yeah. in general. And it's turned into this incredible community that yeah. uh, people... People have just uh, really rallied around and, and found a home in as far as the pipe community goes. And so, uh, you know, we, 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 we're really excited about this. And we wanted to kind of start this out with a bang, right? That's yeah, right. I mean, we really did. And so uh, Bo and I, we uh, kind of agreed. We got together and, and got some really uh, cool gifts together for this uh, this January session. It's so be fun. Um, so for the next four weeks, like you said, we are going to be giving away um, a, uh, a a nice nice gift. Uh, Don't for, say what it is yet. I, I'm not not okay. for, for the first four weeks of the uh, of of uh, of January. And so and those will be available to uh, new club members. Club members. And so right. um, I'll just kind of let you know. It, and again, we'll announce the gift at the end of the episode. But if you join uh, at the Pilgrim or at the Squire level. Uh, this week, then you will be eligible next week uh, for the gift that we announce. And the good the good thing is, if you uh, you know are if you actually get involved um, by uh, there you go. <laughs> if you actually get um, if you actually sign up um, you know this week, but don't win the following week, uh, then it'll be something that you will be still in the running for for the rest of the That's month. Right. So go That's ahead and right. sign up. You'll be uh, if you don't win this coming week, you'll be eligible for the next week's gift and the next week's gift. That's but right. uh, we just wanted to do something, you know, give away some really cool stuff just to, uh, you know, kind of kind of start this off. So man, uh, I'm excited yeah. about it. And by the way, just to to kind of wrap things up to to move on to the this tonight's show, I do want to mention, you know, for those of you who you know for whatever reason you you can't necessarily join at the club level, it's a little bit too rich for your blood, but you still want to help make this show happen. Yeah. Um, we really greatly appreciate that one, those $1 an episode donations as well. And if you do that, you, you also get our, uh, uh full access to the archive of, uh, of, of podcasts, uh, that we've produced almost, you, you mentioned over, uh, 150, we've had almost 200, uh, episodes. We'll actually hit episode 200 this year, uh, which is pretty exciting. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah that's right. Uh, so yeah, so a little something for you guys as well, but we really appreciate all of you, no matter who you are, uh, whether you're able to be a club member, 
whether you're able just to pledge as a listener, or even if you're just tuning in and listening, we just want you to know that we really appreciate you. Those of you who've tuned in for to listen to us for almost four years now, and even those of you who are tuning in for the first time this episode, um, the fact that you are spending some time with us and listening every single week that's not lost on us. And we, we just want you to know that we really appreciate that. It's not, we, we, uh, we really do. We, we wouldn't be here without you. And, um, and it, it's a big honor to, to who we are and what we do. So, um, man, Bo, there it is. We, uh, the Country Squire Radio International Pipe Club. Yeah, and we, it, it's it's live, baby. Yeah, yeah, it's true. <laughs> Can we say international? Let I mean, we we did. Uh, we we've got a few members uh, now. Thank. Which, by the way, I, I almost teared up a minute when I saw that as we were announcing it, we've already got a couple of members. Oh man, it makes me really. Happy. And I, I, I noticed one of those is Russ, and, and Russ has been to France. So yeah, it's international. That's great, man. That's great. <laughs> we appreciate we're that very, so much. We're very thankful. All very right. Thankful. Man, we've got a great show planned for tonight. Yeah. It is a brand new year, and we are coming off of the holiday season. And that means that there are many of you out there who may have been gifted a little something from old St. Nick, and that is a new pipe. Ah, the new Christmas pipe. Yes, sir. And the, the great thing is, you know, the, the funny thing I was thinking about as, as we did kind of our, our holiday suite of episodes, we kept on talking about how, you know, you want to you want to make sure you're giving somebody a, a pipe or, or, you know, perhaps you have that on your Christmas list. There's those of you who have gotten a pipe for the first time uh, as a Christmas gift, or, or maybe you've got that Christmas money, you purchased your first pipe. Tonight, we're answering the question of, hey, I got a new pipe. Now what? A beginner's That's entry right. level. Now, one of the things we've done with these pipe smoking one-on-one episodes that we'll hopefully try to accomplish tonight as well is provide information for the newbies, but also allow for uh, some interesting aspects to people who might be in the uh, in the uh, hobby for quite some time. Yeah. And for those of you who are tuning in live, be sure to tweet in your thoughts as we uh, give some advice to the new pipe smokers as well. So, John David, I just got a new pipe. Now what? Now what? <laughs> you know, it is funny, uh, you know, uh, as a tobacconist, someone that, uh, you know, retails with these things and, and we've, you can almost pick them out, the new pipe smokers that come in right after Christmas. Uh, they got this really, uh, you know, to them an odd gift, uh, which is that of a uh, briar tobacco pipe or, mm. you know, sometimes a corn cob or a meerschaum, but typically briar. And um, th- these folks come in, they uh, walk in the shop kind of sheepishly and are like, I, yeah, I've never been in a place like this, but I have this new device that I need help <laughs> with and uh, that don't know the questions to ask and don't know, uh, you know, the the people to ask the questions and don't know what they don't know. But uh, you know what's interesting, though? Yeah. Like the pipe, it's, it's one of those things that when you get a gift for Christmas, like sometimes, especially with like the new technology and everything else that's coming out, there's an intimidation factor. Oh, yeah. Like, like, like oh, my, yeah. My grandfather, or my, my grandfather, my, my father-in-law. Uh, he actually, he gave me, it was a re-gifted me like a VR, like, uh, like one of these things where you slide your phone into it and it's supposed to replicate a VR type experience. Oh yeah. You know no, I know, I know what you're talking about. And, and it's like this plastic thing. And I got to tell you, like, I'm a tech guy looking at that thing. I was pretty intimidated <laughs> and it's not like, it's just a piece of plastic. It's not like it's, right. it's, it's, it does anything, but when you get a pipe, there's something about the pipe that's extremely unintimidating when you see it. Yeah. Unintimidating to get. But then when you kind of go through the mechanics exactly of it. yeah and I, I think that was the funny thing is uh you know folks are like I, I i thought i knew what to do with this but uh give me some help like mm. what, what do i need how do i get started and so um you know it, it's always fun around this time of year for bo and i to kind of revisit some of these 101 episodes of where we talk about okay how what are some of the basic things that we can do uh to get our um you know, new pipe smokers kind of up and up and at it. So, uh, with, you know, I got a new pipe. Now what? Um, all right. So you, you may or may not have been gifted with, uh, some tobacco to go with your brand new pipe. And so, uh, the, the first, uh, place to start is to select the appropriate tobacco for you. 
if you have a new pipe and, intimidation and and you're one of those you know you walk into a shop like the country squire or another uh you know fine retailer of, of tobaccos you you would see you know perhaps a wall of different tobaccos be they in jars or in tins and uh it's important to understand kind of the kind of the breakdown of those things you're you've got uh, so many tobaccos that are going to be the real sweet tobaccos those aromatics that uh you might think of your grandfather smoking mm. make the room smell like that warm cherry or or something like that and uh and then you're going to have the tobaccos that are uh, the non-aromatics, those uh, that kind of have a more robust, uh, spicy, uh, smoky smell to them. Uh, that uh, you know run the run the handmaidens out of the uh, out of the room. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, you know, and, and and so you've got those two broad groups. Uh, when most people uh, start smoking a pipe, they typically prefer something mild and semi-sweet. Uh, at least that's kind of the American palate. So, um, you know, we're in the deep south. We like all the sugary stuff. And, uh, you know, a lot of folks, when they come in, they, they're wanting something uh, that kind of evokes that nice, soft room note, the uh, easygoing tobacco uh, flavor and, and, and smell that people uh, kind of associate with warm grandpa's pipe, you know. So, um, so let's, I've got a new pipe. Now what? Uh, let's pick the right tobacco for you. Typically, I tell folks, uh, you know, we, we've talked about, uh, at, at, you know, at, at length on the show, uh, tobaccos for people to start with in, in the pipe world. You want to start with something that burns uh, relatively easy, uh, that's going to be easy to keep lit, uh, but that's also going to be something that doesn't uh, burn super hot so that it's going to, uh, you know, be easy on your tongue. There's this concept, if you're new to the pipe world, called tongue bite. Uh, tongue bite is something that, uh, you know, if you uh, start smoking your pipe and have a lot of trouble keeping it lit or something, you kind of uh, can start to get that, uh, you know, burn sensation on your tongue. And and we want to fight that. <laughs> so Can I tell you something? I'm going to confess something right yeah, here. Yeah, what's now. that? I, I've been in the hobby for several, several years. Every single time the word tongue bite has come up, I've kind of been like, wait, what does that mean again? <laughs> that's so bad, I know, but... That's it, man. That's yeah. what I figured. I just That's yeah. it. Yeah, it, it's it's just that tongue burning sensation. It's almost like, uh, you know, when you uh, when you haven't had any of your hot coffee yet, but you drink that first uh, first sip of piping hot coffee and your tongue just gets a little, just a little sting to it. A lot of times, uh, new pipe smokers will find that sensation and it's something that... Um, you know, it comes uh, it comes around and it is uncomfortable, but but there's ways to pa- kind of power through that. Uh, the easiest way to get used to smoking a pipe uh, is to find a tobacco where that's not going to be a really hard uh, part of the experience. And so we want to find something that uh, is easy to keep lit. Uh, doesn't uh, have a lot of tongue bite and um, and probably is kind of sweet too. So, you know, it's funny we mentioned uh, and, and so many of our listeners have mentioned their love of this tobacco on air. And it's something that, uh, you know, we uh, have pointed to in the past to give people a real uh, good understanding of just a nice, sweet, mellow tobacco. But that's uh, that's Lane 1Q. Uh, of course, our friends at Lane, they, people's first. they know how to make yeah. good tobaccos, right? And so Lane 1Q, uh, regularly available at, uh, you know, a lot of brick-and-mortar tobacco shops. And so, uh, you know, you'll be able to walk in, ask for something, uh, the person behind the counter if they don't have something uh like it or if they don't have it they'll have something like it and uh and lane one q just a real nice soft uh cavendish virginia mixture that has a real 
uh, kind of easygoing vanilla topping on it. It's just a real uh, smooth tobacco, easy to keep lit, and a good starting place for a lot of people. What was that? You you remember the car commercial where it's like this car drives by and like you know this lady she's she's she got like these kids and everything, but she sees the car come by and she kind of gives it a knowing nod. And then it's like a dude, <laughs> he's like he's got a business suit and everything, but then he sees the car, he gives it a knowing nod. Like it's all these people like see this car, and it's like you never forget your first. <laughs> to some extent, that's lane one Q. That's lane one Q. A lot of people. For a lot of people. I, I was I was uh, actually chatting with a customer earlier today on text message who will remain nameless. But uh, th- <laughs> this person was like, I I have smoked a uh, a shameful amount of uh, of one Q in my life, and and and, and you know I, I think there's a there's a real sense in which you know one Q it's it's prolific, it's everywhere, it's this ubiquitous tobacco. But 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 it's it's been around and it's so popular for a reason, right? Well, and that's the beautiful thing is is your tobacconist. If you say Lane One Q. He's gonna, he or she is gonna know what you're talking about. That's right. That's yeah. right. Uh, so it, it, it's a good go to tobacco. And, and I think one of those that, uh, is sweet, but not way too sweet for folks to just, you know, kind of get it, get started on. So, um, so if, if you're looking for a new tobacco, uh, to go with your new pipe, Lane 1Q, uh, is an option. Another one, uh, also from our friends at Lane, uh, that I think would be a good start would be the Burley Light without a bite. Uh, but Burley Light, it's a it's a sugar Burley that uh, just a real soft, um, you know, Burley. I think it actually might be mixed with some Virginias. I'm not positive, but um, Burley Light, it's one of those that's just super smooth. It's got kind of this creamy, uh, almost uh, caramel flavor. A lot of folks, uh, you know, think it goes nice with a cup of coffee or something. Real, mm. real uh, uh, caramel, maybe chocolatey flavor to it. Super smooth, real creamy, makes the room smell nice and warm. That would be um, also another good one to start with. Uh, our friends at McClellan make uh, several good tobaccos. If you want something that uh, is kind of a cherry flavor, you might go with McClellan's Triple Cherry. Uh, good good tobacco to go with. Uh, the folks at Sutliff also make good tobaccos. Uh, we really encourage you to look at maybe their Malta Dolce, um, one of their top-selling blends. And if you want something that's not particularly sweet, uh, you know, but something that, uh, you know, just has kind of a nice, uh, easy-going flavor to it, you might try... Uh, McClellan's 5100 or um, or even at the Country Squire, you might even try something like our Merriweather or, uh, you know, uh, Pirate's Alley or something like that. The goal, though, really is on that first tobacco to find something that's um, easy to easy to light, easy to keep lit and is going to be easy on your tongue. Yeah, man, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I've got to ask you, I, I think about the fact that, you know, as, as a podcaster, I always think about every single episode is potentially somebody's first episode. Yeah. You're a tobacconist. Yeah, I kind of lose sight of that. That's a good point. Well, but, but at the same time, as a tobacconist, I mean, you've, do you, do you have up in your head the tally of how many tobaccos you've created? No, I, well, no, I probably should, you know, because there's been a lot that, you know, we've dozens. created that uh, Easily yeah, dozens. aren't on the shelf because we, you know, they've. Uh, been a private blend for someone or, you know, one that uh, maybe we've put on the shelf and then retired or brought back. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Well, but I yeah, just, it's been a bunch. <laughs> I, I just think about the fact that, you know, you, when you're creating content, when you're creating the tobaccos for, for your, you know, your, your various customers, you're creating them with a vision in mind. Yeah, sure. But there are those tobaccos out there, like, like the Lane One Qs, they're almost built to be an entry level tobacco. Yeah, yeah. And then you have those out there like, let's just say Bowser's castle that are like <laughs> built to be a don't ever like, don't let this be your first time. That's right. Cause it'll run you off. It, it will. A direction. It but will. Long time. People who've established their palate in a certain way uh, would, would love something like Bowser's castle. So, I mean, like that's I'm, right. I'm curious as a tobacconist, like how often are you thinking about that entry level? Yeah. 
I, I, I think about it quite a bit because so often, um, you know, those are the folks that come in and really spend a lot of time in the shop. Uh, they're folks that are really hungry for information on how to, you know, get deeper into it, how to get involved. They want to know the right questions to ask. They want to know, um, you know, if, if they're doing things properly. And I like to spend a lot of time with those folks. Uh, not that I don't like to spend time with, you know, the folks that are more established, but, um, you know, new pipe smokers are, are gonna quit if they're not shepherded along with the process. You know what I mean? So I'm always, I'm always most sensitive to those people, the folks that come in that, uh, you know, you can kind of tell they might be a little sheepish walking up to the tobacco bar and, mm. uh, aren't really sure, you know, the differences. They might, uh, think the tobaccos are, uh, you know, they can tell difference of the tobacco based on what color the leaves are and this kind of thing. Right, and so right. they try to start figuring out, you can kind of see the wheels turning and, and those are folks I really like to, to dive in with and, uh, and try to find, um, you know, find what fits them and also give them tips on how to continue. So, man, yeah. that's good. Uh, pr- pretty cool. So, so, uh, you know, you got your new pipe, you've picked out your first tobacco. Let's just uh, say it's line one Q. Um, if you don't have a tamper, whoever gifted you your pipe, uh, forgot that. And, uh, and well, they might not have known they, that, right. They, I mean, they it's didn't. not always like one of us introducing no, right. a newcomer. Sometimes it's like, uh, you know, there's been tons of new pipe smokers who have, have kind of mentioned to their sweetheart that, right. you know, that they just loved that scene in Lord of the Rings where Gandalf's cleaning out or, you know, where Gandalf is smoking his pipe or something of that nature. That's right. And so they go and like, I want a Gandalf pipe and they buy a pipe and then maybe they might've left before the tobacco's like, no, you need it. Oh, oh, come back. Come you need, back. you need this one thing. Exactly. So, <laughs> you know, it, it may be that they didn't forget. They may not have known. And, and, and so, so now we need to remedy that and get a, uh, get a tamper for your pipe. And so tampers, uh, for those of you that are new to pipe smoking, this is kind of the uh like I always mentioned people make fun of me for all my analogies but it's kind of the poker next to your fireplace right this is yes. that this is that tool yes. that uh you use next to the fireplace to kind of keep the fire going to keep the uh keep the logs burning the the smoke stoked up and uh and the house warm and so um as you know if you uh, are a camper you know boy scout like to build a campfire occasionally uh, you don't light the fire and it burns all night. You have to light the fire and then tend to it to keep it lit. Um, and, and you treat your, your pipe that way as well. You so have to father the flame. You do have to father the flame. We did not come up with that. But, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, uh, but we do know the people that did. That's and we, right. And we That's love right. them dearly. And so uh, you get you a tamper. If, uh, if you go to your local tobacconist and you don't happen to, you know, they don't happen to have a tamper uh, there that's available or, um, you know, aren't familiar with that because they don't do a lot of pipe business or something like that. Uh, man, go in your, go in your closet, go in your basement, get something like a golf tee, a, um, you know, just a, just a nail, something that's got a flat bottom on it and, uh, and preferably something <laughs> a flat bottom. You did not flat just tell bottom. people to go pull out a nail. Yeah, absolutely, dude. Look, the, all right, all right. Hang on, hang on, absolutely. hang on. Absolutely. No, no, no. All right. For for new Probably listeners. Probably not a rusty one. <laughs> new, for new listeners, I would encourage you to go back and look for an episode called Tamp Dad Ash. Tamp Dad Ash is probably probably the my favorite episode that we've ever done title wise and here's the thing though in that episode that was we, a fun episode. we go through a lot of different types of tamps but but one of the things that we do kind of walk away with is you know in a pinch use anything no that's right but I, first time yeah first time no yeah that, that that's the thing look you've got to 
if, if you're a person that doesn't have access to a, a, a shop that even knows what a tamp is, like, you've got to have a tamper, right? you got to right. have a tamper. So so go get you a golf tee, get you a nail, get you, uh, get you a stick or something that's just got a, a nice, uh, you know, kind of an old tube of chapstick or something. Uh-huh. Um, and then, uh, <laughs> like I've mentioned before on the show, uh, every chapstick tube in my car has got a melted lid on it because right. I, at some point I've used it for a um <laughs> a doggone uh tamper in in the car which is kind of funny but your tamper again that's what you're going to use to keep your pipe lit and uh and so as you you know you're going to light your pipe uh with a match you can use a lighter if you want to uh we can talk more about lighters at another point but uh get that flame kind of rolling deep puffs get that flame mm. deep in there mm-hmm. uh and then once you get a a nice kind of rolling uh smoke go- going with a smoldering uh you know tobacco uh, just a, just a lot of rolling smoke. Then you're going to take your tamper and just gently puff, uh, tamp down on just those down. on those uh, those leaves while you're puffing on mm. it. Uh, what you're doing uh, that whole process is getting that uh, those leaves pushed back down into the fire. It's going to give that opportunity for the fire to really take off. So many of uh, new new pipe smokers, uh, just like you, they you know. Uh, get frustrated because their pipe continues to go out. Right. And and even though there is a sense when you're smoking a pipe that it's going to be a little more finicky, that you are going to be relighting more, you know, we do want to make it easier for your pipe to stay lit. And if you use a tamper periodically, your pipe is just going to stay lit easier and more often. So, um, so anyway, tamp your pipe, just kind of gently push the leaves down. Uh, as you're smoking, throughout your smoke, uh, every couple minutes as you notice the flame starting to dwindle, your smoke uh, smoke production starting to dwindle, uh, just reach for your tamper, gently press the uh, the tobacco leaves down, and that'll help kind of stoke that that flame back up so you can keep your pipe lit without having to relight as often. Yeah, you know, and, and I think and I think about the first time that I was trying to learn how to uh, to tamp that ash uh, that I was trying <laughs> it never, to get, it never gets it old. never gets old <laughs> but I, I was I remember the first time that I was trying to learn how to tamp I made the cardinal sin of pressing too hard yeah yeah and like and literally like snuffing it out too many times sure but but one of the things I think I think I heard this from you and it may have actually been on an episode but you talked about using the tamp almost as a way to kind of trap the heat yeah and kind of heat it up I mean if you think about the fact that when you open your oven and it's on if you open it up the heat gets out mm-hmm. whereas if, if you know you, you, when it's closed the heat stays in now obviously you don't want to heat it up too fast because otherwise it'll burn too quickly as has been always the reason why I end up out at a long smoke competition <laughs> um, but if, if you need a little need a little help like trapping that heat heating it up make that into just a and maybe maybe this is a bad practice, but this is what I do. <laughs> I trap that heat in, and it lights everything back up. That's right. That's right. It, it, it people have all these different kind of methods, and um, and and as you you know continue to smoke your pipe and get used to it, you'll find the quirkiest things that work. A lot of folks they like to uh, kind of cover the lid of the bowl. Uh, to make the fire kind of work for it a little bit. Uh, I, you know, I don't know if that helps or not. For some people, it really might. So, um, you, you know, you find your thing, uh, you know, and, and and use it. But you're right in saying that you don't want to tamp the, the pipe too hard mm-hmm. uh, because in, in doing that, you, you know, run the risk of suffocating the flame. So, um, so yeah, just w- as you're starting out, take your tamper, uh, whether it's that golf tee or that uh, rusty nail <laughs> or... Uh, not, not the... Or, or the I, I implore you, or the, or not the, a rusty nail, or the or the or the or the tube of chapstick in your console, and uh, and just gently, uh, you know, tap just tap the the top of the tobacco leaves, and what that's going to do is give those leaves a real opportunity to to get lit and to and to stay lit. So, 
Not a rusty nail. <laughs> I can't believe if I had known you were going to say that. I'm just uh, well. I, what's funny is we're sitting here looking at this thing. I'm excited to talk about Yo, uh, yeah, some yeah, of the yeah. things that someone sent us uh, later in the in the show. And uh, and, and then I anyway, yeah, I'm, I'll, I'll be surprised <laughs> at your uh, level of uh, uh, revulsion. Uh, we're we're experienced. No, you're right. You're right. <laughs> Trying to get that first time right for people. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Best case scenario, get you one of those uh, three way tools uh, that are actually referred to as check tools right. because they uh, most commonly are made in the uh, Czech Republic. But uh, the, the check tool is the one to be on the lookout for. If you are a new pipe smoker and you go to a tobacco shop, uh, ask them if they've got a three way pipe tool. Uh, if there are any tobacco shop worth their salt, they'll have a stack of them sitting over there, and uh, and that's the best way to go. All right, so I've got my I've got my pipe. Obviously, I walked in with my pipe. I've got right. my tobacco now. Um, lane one Q, great entry level here. I've got my tamp, which I purchased as a. It can be a nail tamp, but not a rusty nail. I've got a tamp now. <laughs> What else do I need? Uh, just a couple more things. So uh, pipe, tobacco, tamper. Really, the only other thing you need to get started with your pipe adventure uh, is uh, are, are your pipe cleaners. And so uh, pipe cleaners, you know, it's funny. Uh, as I've mentioned on the show before, people come in and they see... They see the pipes on the wall, they see the pipe tobaccos, and then they see pipe cleaners. And it's always great. This happens at least once a week. Someone makes the connection that pipe cleaners are actually to clean a pipe. Right, right. <laughs> it happens all the time. Blows and your I, mind. And I, and I love it. Uh, folks, you know... <laughs> you've been equipped since the age of three. <laughs> we, you, you've, you've known about pipe cleaners right. since since you literally have been conscious. That's right. Uh, you know, because you're used to making little uh, giraffes and, and, and penguins <laughs> with them in kindergarten. Uh, but, but you didn't know that they were actually for a pipe. And so... Uh, you know, they are meant for actual cleaning, actual pipes. And so, uh, get you some pipe cleaners. The standard pipe cleaners are the ones to get. You don't want, uh, when you're starting out, probably the tapered ones or the, uh, or the ones with metal bristles in them. Just get the, the standard pipe cleaner. Our favorite here at the Country Squire is BJ Long. We've used those, um, cleaners, uh, you know, uh, religiously for years and, and really believe in them. They come in hundred count bags. Typically, you can also find them in bundles. We we carry them in the hundred count bags. But get you get you some of those. There's other brands out there that are probably just as good. Uh, but we we love the BJ Long ones. And um, yeah, just you'll want to have that with a pipe cleaner. Obviously, you're going to want to clean your pipe after each smoke. And so if you don't have a pipe. Uh, that you can run the cleaner through from the end of the stem all the way into the bowl without taking it apart, you'll want to let your pipe cool down before you take it apart to clean the pipe. That's important because your pipe uh, could actually start to get too loose and come apart um, if you take it apart when it's hot. So let your pipe cool down before you take it apart to clean it. Um, I'm always surprised at the folks that, you know, when I mention that to them, and, and they don't even realize that their pipe can come apart. I, I think that's kind of interesting. A lot of folks, they go into yeah. it, uh, think, you know, they, they don't, just because the stem is a different color from the, the shank and the rest of the pipe, they don't make the connection that those are separate pieces. That's right. And so yeah. a, lot, a lot of new smokers are like, oh, it comes apart? Like, I didn't even know it comes apart. And so uh, your pipe, if it's, if it's a good pipe, will come apart. Um, and that's so that you can take it apart and, and clean it easier and more thoroughly. So you, you never want to take it apart whenever your pipe is hot. You want it to, uh, want it to only come apart, uh, if it's a traditional, 
a, a traditionally made pipe. You want it to come apart only when it's uh, cooled down. So give your pipe, uh, you know, an hour to cool down or so. Uh, let it be uh, just real, real room temperature to the touch. And then uh, gently twist it apart and take your cleaner, run it through uh, both the wood portion and the uh, and the ebonite or uh, plastic or, uh, you know, acrylic portion of the of the pipe and you'll be you'll be in good shape. All right. Pipe cleaners. One last thing is you've got to have something to put all this stuff in. <laughs> so, you know, that, that that's the thing. Uh, pipe, pipe temp. Tobacco. Pipe tobacco, cleaners. Yeah, there's this a couple of accessories. I got to keep up with all of those. That's right. That's yeah. right. So to, to smoke a pipe, you've got to have your, your pipe, your tobacco, your tamp, your cleaners, and now something to put all this stuff in. Now, the funny thing is you don't you can say like, oh, well, I don't have to put, you know, I don't have to buy some fancy leather pouch or whatever. You're right. You don't. But as a tobacconist, I find um, it, it, it's just really funny the folks that never get literally anything to put their new stuff okay in. all right i was about to say right you, you felt the judgment in my expression no I no gave. i was i was being judged by your expression i was about I, to say you're not going to tell these people to tamp with a rusty nail and then go buy a leather bag no no <laughs> no okay, no, no. Right, but but what is funny what is funny are the <laughs> folks that uh you know will continue to come in for weeks and weeks and weeks and what they've got uh, to to you know keep their pipe stuff in is a um you know a a, a the paper sack that they actually right got yeah, with yeah, it yeah. right and so it's funny uh, uh you know we'll have these new pipe smokers they come in uh, they're carrying their same white paper sack that they got their pipe in or their uh, tobacco in at the country squire that's what they're keeping all their pipe stuff in and and eventually they'll make the connection they'll be like. Hey, do you have something I can put all this stuff in? <laughs> and, uh, you know, actually, we talked about Briar uh, a lot at the beginning of the show. I'll never forget, uh, you know, the first probably year and a half I knew Briar, he kept every bit of his pipe stuff in a beat up paper sack. It was just one. It, it was the sack that he got here at the Squire uh, to to put one of his early pipes in. But if you really saw funny. his truck, you'd understand. No, yeah, no. Yeah. I mean, for Briar, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Uh, we were just you know glad it was in one piece. But <laughs> right. um, but a, a lot of folks, what they find easiest to uh, to put something like this in, I'll give you two suggestions of something that you probably already have around your house that you can keep all your pipe knickknacks in. And it just be really easy. Um, the first one, uh, obviously super easy because we see them here around the shop all the time, is an empty cigar box. Um, oh, yeah. Empty yeah. cigar boxes are great for your pipe stuff. Okay. So if you don't, uh, if you don't happen to have one, you know, your uncle gave you one when you were a kid or something like that, go down to the cigar shop, uh, see if they got any empty cigar boxes laying around, uh, and get you a cool looking cigar box, uh, that'll fit your pipe, a little bit of tobacco, your tamp, and your, um, and your uh, pipe cleaners and all that kind of stuff, and you'll be you'll be in good shape. So uh, cigar boxes are good. They look fun. They've got kind of a tobacco theme anyway, and uh, <laughs> and typically most of them will fit. Uh, you know all the, your little accessories that you really need for your essential stuff. Um, another one that's really popular that you've probably already got laying around your house is a dop kit or a toiletry bag. A lot of people just refer to it, you know, just kind of an overnight bag. That's something, right. You know, when you travel, Camping, you've got that... college. You've got that little bag uh, when you travel that you throw, you know, you're, you're on your way out, you're rushing, you're like, oh, what do I need to throw your... Uh, deodorant, your shampoo, your shaving kit, you know, all those things in this little uh, kind of toiletry bag. And man, I have seen those uh, so, so often as really great pipe 
kits, pipe pouches. A lot of them even will have little uh, loops in there for mm-hmm. things like razors and fingernail, uh, you know, clippers and stuff like that. And those those loops, a lot of times, will be perfect for things like pipes or tamps or um, you know, pipe cleaners and things like that. And so, uh, if you've got an old toiletry bag laying around the house, one of those old fashioned dop kits, uh, you know, I, those are really cool for, uh, for all your tobacco essentials. So, uh, I really would point you to that. And I think that'll be, that'll be an encouragement to you to, to get you started. Something just to collect all those knickknacks that might threaten to kind of overwhelm your new pipe experience. You can put them all in one neat kind of place and, <laughs> and tote it with you wherever you go. So that is my beginner's now what. Uh, for the new pipe smoker uh, that got his pipe at Christmas time. Brilliant. Uh, I've I've got to ask you this question. Though. Yeah. So for for the in terms of packaging and and what what did you use? What was the first method that you used to carry around your pipes and tobacco? A paper sack. Was it a paper sack? <laughs> I was curious. It was definitely a paper sack. Yeah. For, for me, if I'm remembering correctly, it was like. A bag of Crown Royal. You know how yeah. you, when you get Crown Royal, it, yeah. it, it'll sometimes come in like a... That like little a, uh, like a cotton faux velvet bag thing with the drawstring. It's got little tassels on it. Yeah, exactly. So I actually, You already feel like it's kind of fancy, you know? It's a Crown Royal uh, bag. Yeah, it's purple, I mean, you know? And you're like, oh, I'm going to put my pipe stuff in there. It, it, cool. there, was, there was something special to it. Yeah. The, the problem was actually when I got a church warden pipe, I was like, oh, this isn't going to work. It won't fit. <laughs> right. <laughs> but um, And of course, eventually it, it broke down because that cotton ain't that... Uh, it's not that strong. That's but, right. That's right. Um, but the first, I eventually uh, got a cigar box, one that uh, one that fit the pipe and uh, and the tobacco. The the first cigar box I got I actually had to take the pipe apart to put it in the box. It was one of those boxes that just didn't quite fit the whole the whole setup without the pipe coming apart. So if you can, uh, it's best to find one just large enough to put your pipe and all the stuff in without having to pull your pipe apart. Mm. But if you can just find something that where things will kind of nestle down in there, I'm telling you, it'll make your pipe smoking experience a lot more. Uh, enjoyable because you won't constantly be searching for all your little knickknacks uh, to go with kind of your pipe uh, pipe setup. So you got your pipe, you got your tamp, you got your cleaners, you got your tobacco, you got a, a way to carry it. I would just also offer this one last charge, and that is to not stress out. Take your time. The first couple of times that you try to smoke your pipe, you're probably not going to do it right, and it may frustrate you a little bit, but don't let it. I mean, part of the pipe is to slow down. Take your time. Uh, there's a, as John David likes to say, there's a cadence to it. Um, there's that you're building up essentially a, a skill set as you're learning to smoke your pipe. Uh, enjoy the process and don't try to rush it. Uh, if, if you, if you came to the pipe for a chance to kind of slow down in an already rushed life, enjoy the fact that you don't rush through figuring this out. And so, you know, get connected That's with a your great point. Yeah. Get connected with your local pipe community, your local tobacconist, um, you know, right into the show. One of the things that we do here and we're about to do in just a minute is, is, uh, you know, we take weekly pipe questions and That's we right. try to help those right. who've been in the hobby for quite some time. And those of you who are just getting into it. Uh, so one of the things we strongly encourage you to do is just relax. It's okay if it doesn't go well the first couple of times. That's that's perfectly normal. Uh, it takes practice, just like anything great, anything yeah. worth doing. It's going to take some. It's going to take a little time, yeah. But uh, man, I think that's great advice, Bo. And um, man, lean on people. Lean on people in the Country Squire Radio community. That's lean right. on your local tobacconist. Lean on uh, folks uh, online and the forums uh, that you come across. And uh, man, I think you'll uh, I think you'll be rewarded with years and years of um, of wonderful relaxing pipe smoke. So let me just say to those out there who, you know, a lot of what we talked about tonight was about for those of you who just got a pipe. That's right. You know, some of you, you thought you did good all year. You open up your stocking and what did you get? 
He got Cole. I know. <laughs> not, not John David Cole. Not John David Cole. That's <laughs> yeah. right. You didn't get what you want. You want a new pipe. And you're like, well, you know, I got Cole. I, I, I didn't get I didn't get that thousand dollar check that I really wanted. I didn't get the uh, you know whatever it may be. Uh, but you know what? I, I still want a pipe. And let me tell you, there's still a great way to get a great quality pipe at an extremely great price. Uh, and that's to go corn cob. And I'm talking specifically corn cob pipes from the good folks at Missouri Meerschaum. That's right. That's uh, right. Of course, Missouri Meerschaum, sponsor of this show, uh, going strong now into 2017. We're excited to announce them as a, a sponsor in this new year. Uh, and we've got a great pipe specifically bringing this show to you tonight, and that is the Diplomat. Diplomat. Diplomat is a really, really classy uh, pipe. It's got that nice bowl, that nice rounded bowl. I really, really love this pipe. Missouri Meerschaum, known, of course, for quality, getting creative in terms of the corn cob uh, pipes and what you can do there. But, uh, but yeah, I, I think of the Diplomat that as a uh, as a corn cob pipe that uh, perhaps the senator might smoke as ah. he is standing giving his address on the town hall <laughs> such and such. That's right. That's right. It's just a real clean shape. It comes in a straight and a bent uh, variation. Uh, and and one of those that I think, you know, you're, you're making a statement when you smoke a pipe. That's We've right. established that. The diplomat is a uh, is a measured uh, statement that's uh, it's it's very uh, it's very safe and yet uh, exudes a sense of, uh, you know, learnedness and wisdom and all those other things. So <laughs> we, we certainly point you to that pipe. It's got a, a medium sized bowl. So uh, you'll have plenty of tobacco in your chamber there to smoke for a nice, uh, nice evening on the porch uh, with your friends. And, uh, and of course, the quality of Missouri Meerschaum that you expect. I just hope that Phil just heard you say that the diplomat pipe exudes learnedness. That's right. And, uh, and wants to quote you on that. That's, that's right. That's right. It, it absolutely does. <laughs> I feel like I just got learnedness hearing that. Ah. So check them out. Uh, of course, Missouri Meerschaum pipes. If you've got a if you got a diplomat, be sure to uh, smoke it this week. Take a picture of yourself. You know we love to retweet that to let the people at Missouri Meerschaum know that you love them, and we love them for helping make this show happen. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Pipe Pipe question question of the week. Pipe question of the week this week. Yeah. Now, as promised, I mean, like I said, this is something that we do every single week here at Country Squire. We answer questions that are written or, in some instances, called into the show. That's right. So the pipe question of the week this week comes in from listener... Mark. Mark, thank you. Sorry, I was trying to pull it up. <laughs> the pipe question of the week this week comes in from listener Mark, who asks, why does my church warden smoke wet? And then I'm going to add, for those of us that may not know... What does it mean to smoke a pipe wet? That's right. That's right. Yeah, Mark uh, is really great. Mark uh, is new to pipe smoking. He uh, called in today from Georgia and uh, had actually purchased a churchwarden pipe and uh, got him some nice uh, tobacco here at our shop. And 
we're really thrilled to kind of walk with him as he's getting involved in his new pipe adventure and all this. But come to the pipe from the cigar world. So was used to something uh, in tobacco a little different, but, you know, had some questions and wanted to get involved and loves his new church warden pipe. But notice that during the smoke, he it tends to gargle a little bit, that that that, <laughs> that pipe gurgle that we talk about where uh, the, you know, the pipe does smoke wet. So let's start with that. What does that mean for a pipe to smoke wet? Um, if, if a pipe smokes wet, it's, you know, you're typically finding moisture in the bottom of the bowl <laughs> that is maybe um, creating a bubbling noise or a, a tougher uh, more thick draw on the pipe as you're smoking it. So, um, it, you know, ideally a pipe is going to smoke dry and cool. And those two things go hand in hand. Uh, if your pipe smokes uh, drier, it's typically going to smoke cooler. One of the things, you know, that people like about straight pipes like me is that they find that straight pipes tend to smoke drier than bent pipes do because straight pipes, you don't have the condensation uh, that builds up in the airway all collecting in one place. It's kind of more evenly distributed mm-hmm. throughout the mm-hmm. throughout the length of the stem. So with a, with a bent pipe, a lot of that condensation that builds up throughout the stem, it's going to roll downhill and kind of collect in the bottom of that pipe there. So uh, a lot of folks that do smoke uh, bent pipes will find some of that. And church wardens can be kind of um, notorious for smoking uh, a little wet because you've got such an internal airway there for all that, uh, you know, saliva and uh, condensation to kind of build up. You know, you've got that uh, a really long airway where there's all this opportunity for condensation to build up on the inside of the of the stem and the and the airway. And if it pulls downhill, if it's a bent pipe, uh, you know, it may collect in the bottom of that and just it just kind of gurgle a little bit. It's just going to be one of those that will smoke a little a little wet. So could you uh, replicate the noise of what that might sound like? Maybe something like. <laughs> <laughs> that was terrible. That's no. Awesome. Yeah. But but, you know, it's one of those uh, one of those things that uh, with some pipes, it's just kind of a, a necessary evil that you have to get through uh, with a short pipe, a short stem pipe. A lot of times if you're a smoker, um, you might even take a pipe cleaner in the middle of your smoke and just run it into the into the pipe and back out just to kind of clear out some of that condensation, even in the middle of your smoke. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you're, you've puffed a few times. Uh, you've noticed that it's kind of starting to get that gurgle. Um, you know, you'll reach for your pipe cleaners, grab one, uh, poke one in the end of the stem, uh, run it through and, and pull it back out. And uh, a lot of times that uh, will alleviate it very fast. You know, y- you can't always do that. Sometimes you have a pipe that uh, won't run a cleaner through. Uh, a lot of, you know, a lot of pipes that are factory made, um, you know, they pride themselves on on doing that, uh, running a cleaner without taking it apart. But a lot of pipes, you know, just won't do that, uh, you know, and so you can't uh, can't do that. Or if you've got a filter in your pipe, uh, you know, your your cleaner is not going to make it through the filter uh, to, to be able to do that. So, uh, you know, most often what you'll have to do is kind of, you know, once your pipe, uh, you're, you're just power through, once your pipe is cooled down, uh, take it apart and just give it a really good scrub afterwards. Uh, let your pipe dry. It's one of those things you want to rotate and rest your pipes. And so let your pipes uh, cool off dry out for a few days before you smoke them again. Um, and that'll just give, you know, you the best opportunity on that next smoke 
to uh, to have a real nice dry pipe uh, for it to you know smoke smoke as dry as possible the next go around. Those residual oils and and saliva they will kind of build up, and uh, you know it's it's important to give that pipe an opportunity to, to breathe. Um, so uh, so church wardens they can do that. They kind of uh, you know uh, have a tendency to smoke a little wetter because of that. Um, the nice thing about a church warden is that wetness is kind of uh, counteracted by the length of the of the stem. You know, you've got this long stem uh, that is, you know, typically cooling the smoke down before it gets to your tongue uh, because there's so much more uh, real estate for that smoke to cover before it gets, you know, to your tongue from the bowl. So uh, hopefully that'll help the process as well. But um, but anyway, I, I hope that gives you some encouragement. Um, you know, it's, try to pick a tobacco that's not too syrupy wet uh, to smoke, particularly in a church warden pipe. Um, I think those uh, those real real syrupy uh, tobaccos that are just real oily, uh, you know, a lot of times they are culprits with this, uh, you know, heavy smoking uh, gurgle. And uh, and so if you if you pick a tobacco that's got less of that, uh, you know, um, casing in it and things like that, uh, you know, I think you'll have better better success. Man, I just think about how I fail at that because I my 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 church warden my acorn specifically the little tiny thing. Yeah, yeah. I exclusively smoke blue ribbon in it. Yeah, and so, I mean so you, you can't pick, get sweeter than that. Yeah, you, you've <laughs> picked, you've picked a syrupy tobacco to smoke right. in your church warden. You know, yeah, and, and that's great. But you're just gonna you know if if that's the case you know that's a smaller bowl though. It's a small bowl. Like and, typically, I burn through it before I get to the gurgle. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. If you've got a smaller bowl, you're not sitting there forever. Uh, you know. Just like you said, the likelihood of you getting to that point is lower because, um, you know, that only happens after a significant buildup right. of the, you know, That's condensation right. inside the stem. Yeah, but, this is more if you got like um, a Nording, you know, yeah. church warden with that, like that huge bowl. Big with old that. chunky dude. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Go so, English. <laughs> yeah, there, there you go. Yeah, English, uh, those those non-flavored blends, man, they uh, tend to smoke a little drier. So, but, but you know, if you're an early pipe smoker, that That's might right. be something to build up to and you're not quite there yet. So. Great um, question, Mark. Yeah, real good question, Mark, and we're glad you got to call in today. Hey, and if you got a pipe question of the week, you can send it in. Send it to us, show at countrysquireradio.com. Quick, Quick fire, fire with, with the squire. squire. Quick fire questions! Ow! All right, man, we've got quick fire questions in from Mango Andy. Okay, Mango, Mango Andy. Mango Andy. You know, he's been, he sent us like this laundry list at the end of last year, so we're oh, kind of carving right. through yeah. these. I, I do want to remind folks that this is this list was come up with not just from Mango Andy, uh, but from his Mango child as well, his nine-year-old. So, Oh, the, the little Mango. The little Mango. <laughs> is there, I'm starting to think of a fruit that's the, like a the Mango. The mini Mango. Yeah, perfect. It's like the little, you know, kumquat or something. There Whatever. you go. So you, you wrote in, he's got his nine-year-old who's helped him with this. Uh, here's the questions. Again, these were actually submitted uh, to uh, to us from uh, from the forums over at thispipelife.com. Stay tuned to hear a little bit more about them. All right, you ready? Bring it. Socks and shoes or flip-flops? Man, I think I got to go with flip-flops. Yeah. Toes, I, I mean like... Exposed toes, like in the South. I don't know. There's something about the, the air wicking quality uh, abilities of going flip-flops. I, I, I got to go flip-flops. No, that's, that is fair. That is absolutely fair. It gets hot down here. And so if you've got your foot that is like trapped by all of these layers, it's going to get pretty nasty by the end of the day. But if you've got a flip-flop, you can air it out. I typically go shoe, no socks. Oh, yeah. Is that... No, no, no you're just being real fratty. Well... I'm trying to be. What are, what are the Skechers? Is that what I'm wearing right yeah, there? Yeah, so, so you go shoes with no socks. You go shoes, no yeah. socks. That's typically The problem wouldn't you do that, Bo, 
is that your feet really stink. <laughs> they're, they're disgusting. <laughs> Absolutely. So disgusting. as long as you leave the shoes on, we can still be friends. Here's the thing. My, my dog never complains. <laughs> she always goes for the feet anyway. That's good. good. <laughs> Bet your wife does. No, nah, no, not, not so much. Not so much. Uh, all right. Theater popcorn with or without butter. So you got the theater popcorn. Do you go butter? Do you go no butter? With butter. That, that's with the, 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 the popcorn in the theater. <laughs> it's not. Now look, now look. <laughs> Look, you're talking to, if you're a longtime listener of Country Squire Radio, I don't watch movies. I don't go to movies. But when I do, one of the the points I even go for, and part of the reason I don't even go to the movies is because I got to sit there in a dark room for an hour and a half. I can't fidget with something. I can't smoke my pipe. I can't get up and walk around, make a new drink or whatever. I got to right. sit there in a dark room for an hour and a half with all these strangers. The least I can have, the, the I've got to have some doggone popcorn to fidget with. And the point of the popcorn is to be a vehicle for the butter. I, I just see you going to a movie theater. <laughs> Bitter spending old man. eight dollars for just whatever, <laughs> walking through to the to, to the popcorn machine, spending eight more dollars for a bag of popcorn, and then walking out, and then walking straight out. <laughs> like best sixteen dollars ever spent. Oh, exactly, exactly. No, that, you got to you got to have butter on the popcorn in the theater. You got to have a little bit because it gets really dry without. I'm not like somebody who just wants to like submerge <laughs> it in butter. Uh, it's it's good, like you need it, but I'm I'm more of like kind of a light glaze. Okay, you know what I'm saying. Okay, that's how I do it. Yeah, I'll let you get away with that. <laughs> of course, I also am there for the movie. Uh, <laughs> right, it's one difference we have. Yeah. You know, you're, right, you're, you're you're there for the the whole movie thing, and I'm right. there. You know, right? It, it kind of I'm the one that's being dragged along, right? <laughs> and uh, and then finally, this is kind of similar to a question we've got before, but it's a good question: day in the mountain or day at the beach? Beach. I, you know, people always say, "Are you a are you a mountains person or a beach person?" And I used to be one of these mountains people, mm. but man, a, as life has gone on, I, you know, on a vacation, like man, give me the beach eight times out of ten. I mean, I, I don't want to have to light a fire. I don't, mm. you know, I don't want to have to pitch a tent. I don't want to have to work for anything. I just want to go lay down and sip something cool and sweet. And that's it. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm at it like this. Isn't that terrible? I'm Man, like, I sound like a really lazy. No, 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 no. It's that's that's perfectly acceptable. I I got to tell you, I'm kind of at this moment of change in my life. Yeah. Where uh, if you had asked me this like two weeks ago, I would have said beach immediately. My wife and I just took a trip up to Memphis, and we brought our dog with us. Like this is the first time that we ever brought a dog on a trip. Oh yeah. And so we did like all of these trails and we did all of this like walking and everything else. And we're, we're not like outdoorsy people. I know that shocks you. Yeah. We're just, <laughs> right. We're, we're not that. And so we were actually this morning talking specifically about like, okay, well, if we get some time in this year, what, you know, how do we want to do trips and that sort of thing. And, uh, and I found myself kind of thinking like, we well, you know if we could bring the dog. Yeah. I'd go to a cabin in the woods. Yeah. Now it has to be like a nice furnished cabin with like the, 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 Wood burning fireplace already set up for you and everything. Again, Dude, we are so high maintenance. Not wow. out. <laughs> we are not outdoorsy. People. At, least, at least, I mean, I, 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 I will say I can build a fire. I can pitch a tent. I can do all those things. Yeah. But you know, life's busy. If I, if I have a free weekend and you gave me, you know, the opportunity to go, go hiking and you know do all that stuff or, or go to the beach and uh, sit on my tail and you know have someone serve me a really ice cold Corona, I'm, I'm probably going to do that. One. Can't really smoke a pipe on the beach. That, it's, oh, it's that is true. That is true. And, I, and I'll give you that. It, it is very difficult to smoke a pipe on the beach. Uh, it, pipes on the beach actually have the uh, ability to burn out. It's real easy for pipes on a beach to burn out because of all that heavy wind coming over the top of the pipe. So you got to be careful if you take your pipe to the beach. Did I tell you about when I was in Camp Cancun? 
I don't know if I mentioned this on the show or not. I'm not sure. So we kind of, we when I, w- I went to Cancun last year. This is the big getaway with my wife. It was so awesome. And so we we had like the balcony thing where it's kind of, it, it's not fully enclosed, but enough so that the wind doesn't go there. So you're yeah. able to smoke your pipe. Yeah. I, I was sitting there and I was smoking. I, I brought with me some Treasure Island. Okay. Uh, very rum, tobacco, delicious. I was reading. It's uh, very appropriate for going to Cancun. Yeah. yeah. Go back to our uh, Pirates and Pipe Tobacco, the last Pirates and Pipe Tobacco episode we did. I, I probably talked about it there because I was reading a book on Bartholomew Roberts, who uh, in, ended up being kind of the focus of that particular episode. But um, but while I was there, I didn't finish smoking my Treasure Island, and I buried it in the sand. <laughs> Not, not as like, not, don't get me wrong. I'm not like trying to litter here. I just thought like, I like the idea of somebody finding treasure of, buried, of this tobacco here buried, buried in the sand, treasure island on the beach, on the, on the treasure, on island. the coast. <laughs> so if you ever go to Cancun and you happen to come across a bottle that has like a rolled up bag of tobacco and it's more, oh, it's nice. It says treasure island That's on it. That's nice. You're welcome. Man, <laughs> we're going to get an order from like Venezuela or something because of that. Yeah, that's really, that's, that's really cool. Amazing. Yeah. Great I, questions. Yeah, those are good questions. Yeah. Mango Andy, of course, submitting those in through the great forums at thispipelife.com. If you've not joined the forums at thispipelife.com, you absolutely should. Great online pipe community with uh, some great support there. And also, once you do go into their community, their forums, you'll find one that says quick fire questions. That's where you can go and submit questions into the show. We love the folks over at This Pipe Life. Com. Use the code CSR when you sign up and uh, and let them know that you heard about them right here on Country Squire Radio. Your thoughts, your comments, listener feedback. Listener feedback. All right, man. We've we got have such great listeners. We do, and actually, we get all uh, this awesome feedback from them. Like, I mean, just you know what's going on in the pipe world. You know things about our our Country Squire Radio community. Um, yeah, this is always probably my favorite part of the show. All right. So this is kind of unique. Uh, historically, when we do listener feedback, we do digital because I mean, this is a digital format. Yeah. Tonight, we actually have physical stuff. <laughs> We've actually yeah, got that's right. uh, some, some listener feedback that came in the form of packages and written notes to share here on the show. John, David, let's see. I will take this first one. And uh, I'm okay to read this, right? Man, I, well, let me make sure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think we're good. Yeah, that's right. right that's right. right. <laughs> and uh, th- this is real. This is real. You, you heard the paper right there. All right. Uh, this comes in from uh, Rob Edwards, who writes in saying, Dear John David, I wanted to take a few moments to say how much I've enjoyed sampling many of your custom blends this past year. I also look forward to each podcast you and Bo produce. Keep up the good work. As a uh, token of my appreciation, I've enclosed two pipe nails hand forged by a blacksmith named Pat McCarty. Is that correct? McCarty? Yeah. yeah. Right. Pat McCarty. From Washington, uh, Minnesota. Uh, that be Missouri. Uh, Missouri. There you go. Yep. From Washington, Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> Please pass one along to Bo. Hope this gets to you before Christmas. Best wishes. Again, that's Rob Edwards, and he is in uh, Baker. Looks like uh, Belchertown, Massachusetts. Belchertown, Massachusetts. Yeah. Now, this is why you were making fun of the fact that I was making fun of you for the rusty nail. Right. Because this is a, a, a forged... It's a giant forged nail. And it's... It's it's awesome. 
you know, our live show can actually see it here on the video and we'll yeah. take some pictures and share that out this week on the Facebook group. Uh, but this is hardcore. It's so cool, man. It's just such a big kind of homemade nail. It's one of those, it's got a, a real, uh, generous, uh, head on that nail. So it's real big flat tamp, but then he's, uh, smoothed out the end of it, obviously hammered that down to, to a nice, uh, flat edge. So you can really get in there for a nice reaming, uh, you know, reaming tool for your pipe. So, uh, just, just really cool. What a great gift. And, uh, of course, Rob was kind enough to, uh, send us each one of those from uh, all the way from Massachusetts. This is not a rusty nail, my friend. No, it's this not is, rusty. This is You're hardcore right, right, right here. Yeah. This is definitely hardcore. But no, it's I, awesome. <laughs> I, it, it's cool. Uh, you know, I come. Uh, it's funny. You know, you and I let our personalities bleed into the show all the time. And <laughs> what? Really? Um, yeah, I know, right? Um, I come coming from the Anglican tradition. There's a um, there's a tradition uh, during Lent for you to carry a Lenten nail in your oh, pocket. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and the nail obviously represents one of the. Um, you know, one of the nails that was actually used to to nail uh, Jesus to the cross, which is kind of kind of an interesting uh, tradition. And so you carry this nail around in your pocket, and maybe as you're fidgeting for your keys or something, uh, you can uh, you know you know uh, you know kind of think of that and and return to the the point of the season of Lent. Sure, but, sure. Uh, this when I saw this, I immediately thought of so many of those rough hewn uh, Lenten nails that I've seen uh, during that time of year. I think it's uh, it's kind of kind of reminiscent of that. So. Uh, but anyway, Rob, what a cool gift. We're, we're really, really thankful to have those, man. Absolutely. All right. Now the next one up. And again, <laughs> I like, I like to shake it. So they know this is, this is like a physical, uh, physical, physical object, physical object, yeah. physical letter. Uh, of course from Portland, Paul, you want to read that one? Yeah, sure. Uh, he says, uh, first of all, I'd like to say that I appreciate what you do very much. The community that you've created, and I'll edit that to say that we have created because y'all are uh, as big of a part of this as we are, uh, has been a blessing to me. On top of that, I know I'm not the only one that is grateful for what you do and, uh, not your only, uh, not only your loyal listeners, but, um, the pipe world, uh, pipe community to encourage them to grow and flourish. Uh, I love knowing I have two brothers as well, uh, as brothers of the pipe, uh, all the way across the country. My family derives so much enjoyment from our weekly TV show on YouTube. And, uh, we're, uh, imagining Portland, Paul, you might even be listening right now, uh, with oh, you family, know he is. which yeah. is really cool. But, uh, I'd like to also extend, uh, thanks on behalf of my lovely wife as well. Please keep doing what you do and know that you have some extended family, uh, here in the great Northwest. This is really cool. Uh, Paul actually was kind enough to send us a bag of coffee and also a bag of coffee, uh, dry meat rub for Bo and I. And so I, you know, it's funny. Uh, I have never heard of uh, meat rub made from espresso, but this is this is such a great idea. This is uh this is rub that you'd put on ribs or a steak or whatever, uh, and it, and it's it's made with espresso beans, which I just think is so cool. And so, uh, man, we we got that from him, and uh, and and also a uh, really great bag of coffee from the Happy Rock Coffee Roasting Company in Gladstone, Oregon. And uh, man, just thought that was awesome. My girlfriend is a coffee nut. Uh, she's actually a barista, and one of her big most imp- you know exciting things that she does is um, uh, try new coffees. And so this weekend, we actually got to break open the coffee that he gave us from uh, Happy Rock uh, Coffee Roasting. And uh, man, I really enjoyed it. It was it was great. So, uh, man, Portland Paul, we want to just really thank you for for that gift. And uh, man, your kind words. That was such a such a great letter. Absolutely. Guys, we really, really appreciate uh, all of this uh, great, wonderful feedback. 
And uh, and man, what what a what a special uh, a special way to to close out the year too. Is getting these yeah packages. I, I kept on getting these text messages from from John David saying that we got these uh, these lovely gifts, and I was just like, what? Really? It's <laughs> incredible. <laughs> it feels so special. So we really appreciate it. You know, uh, the community that that we've seen and just the pipe community as a bro- uh, broadly is 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 huge and great, and we're glad to grow that with the uh, of course announced at the beginning of the show, the Country Squire Radio Pipe Club. And uh, as we mentioned at the top of the show, every single week this month. We will be giving away a gift to Pipe Club members, uh, or kind of choosing at random from Pipe Club That's members. That's right. That's right. And so what is the gift that we'll be giving next week at random? That's right. John David. Yeah. So, okay. If you sign up for the Pipe Club uh, this week, uh, you will be uh, entered for a drawing for a Karibi lighter. It's a pipe lighter in the old boy style, and it is the Oki Black Matte pipe lighter and it's really cool it's uh it's in the old boy style it's got kind of the hammer you flip up there with the flint and uh and butane uh action device there so real popular uh lighter and the oki with uh the oki matte black lighter actually has the um the pipe tamper and pick built right into it so uh really cool uh this lighter it's actually a 135 dollar lighter so uh, we're giving away some some really cool sweet stuff. <laughs> so Dude. so Dude, if you, I, that, I'm sorry, how much was that? It's a hundred and thirty five dollar lighter. Yeah. So we are hundred and thirty five dollar. Um, man, we are we are giving that away to uh to a new member of the uh, Country Squire Radio Pipe Club. We're really excited to be doing that. So uh, this is the first of many gifts that we'll be giving away this month, but we will uh, be giving this away next week at uh, random. Uh, at random. Totally on at random. Our, on our uh, on our next episode of Country Squire Radio, and we're uh, terribly excited about that. So we just started this year carrying the Karibi lighters uh, at the Country Squire. These are really uh, high quality pipe lighters. They're made, uh, you know, obviously with Japanese engineering and and design, and uh, we're just really. Uh, really impressed with all the all the quality they put together. The packaging's really Dude. nice. It has a nice heft in your hand without being way too uh, way too heavy or anything like that. But uh, if you want just this really classic old school lighter, if you uh, again sign up for our uh, brand spanking new pipe club, that's uh, right. You you could win this uh, next week. I'm sorry, I have to wax poetic on this for just a second. Like the packaging on this lighter is a crack like it's like a dude who's out on a raft like like almost like he was marooned and so we like <laughs> like scrapped together a raft and so he's floating on the ocean there's a freaking kraken underneath him but he doesn't know it that's that's just incredible it's pretty great that's yeah. that's that's awesome i you know i it, for as, a lighter is someone that's, that's someone that's, that's awesome. more right-brained you know I, i'm such a sucker for this kind of thing but they they really nailed it on the whole feel when you yeah. when you you know purchase this lighter and you get such a a whole experience you, you kind of you know hate to toss away even the little packaging that comes with it because yeah. it's just so beautiful so but um but anyway there it is it's the ogi uh black matte pipe lighter from karibi and uh man we'll be giving it away to one of our new pipe club members uh next week man so exciting yeah hey be sure to keep up with us by the way you can of course uh, become a, a new pipe member by heading over to countrysquareradio.com clicking the button that says join the club you can't miss it it's right there uh we also want to encourage you while you're at countrysquareradio.com to uh, connect with us on various social media Facebook.com slash Country Squire Radio. You can, of course, follow us on Twitter. The show's Twitter handle is at Squire Radio. You can also follow us individually. I'm at the real Bo York. I'm at John David Cole, or you can get us at the shop at, at underscore Country Squire. Of course, all that information and more can be found at CountrySquireRadio.com, where you can tune in live every single Monday night at 6.30 Central Time. That's 6.30 uh, p.m. Central Time. Also, 4.30 Pacific, 7.30 Eastern. That's right. Live at Country Squire Radio. Dot com. 
Uh, we really appreciate all of y'all who tuned in for our uh, live show tonight. Uh, if you're tuning in for the first time, if you're a new pipe smoker, you just got a pipe. Welcome to uh, to a great community. Welcome to, uh, uh, I think, a, a really fun adventure for you. That's and right. And if we can be of any help to you along the way, please let us know. Yeah, absolutely. Feel free to interact with us in all those ways. And, uh, man, I think you'll find a lot of great resources in the Country Squire Radio uh, community at large. All right, man. It's been a fun one. We got a great year ahead of us. Dude, so absolutely. Let's go have a night. See you, brother. been listening to country squire radio a member of the pottery network for more information on this and other shows please visit pottery.com $5,000. That's the average amount of money people in the U.S. are now spending on gas in a year. Five grand. That's crazy. If you drive, you have to download Upside, the free app that gives you cash back every time you get gas. That's right. You can earn real cash back with Upside just by buying the gas you're already buying. You can literally start earning cash back today. I use Upside every time I fill up, and I've already made around two, $300. You're putting gas in your car anyway. Why not get real cash back? If you like free money, download Upside. I'm saving the cash I from using Upside to help pay for a vacation later this year. Download the free Upside app now to earn cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code GAME to get an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code GAME for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code GAME for a 25 cents per gallon bonus. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.